Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The videos keep coming in with Patrick Mahomes and his receiving core. You saw the one yesterday that once the Tyreek Hill news was out and about, they were, uh, well, um, yeah, the band was back together, and I believe what uh, what Tyreek Hill is naming the new offensive system is what, the Legion of Zoom? I saw that. You like that? I mean, I don't hate it as much as you do. Did I, I, didn't, I don't know if I said I hated it. I don't think you said you hated it, but I could tell that you weren't a fan. Yeah, I just think it's lazy. Yeah. I mean, there's already a legion of boom, and all you're doing now is just replacing the B with a Z. Um, I just don't understand like why that's uh why that's one of those things that you need to that you need to do. Just uh just make up your own thing. Um in an article written this week, it was said that uh it was written by Warren Sharp um that the Chiefs should pass the ball more and in fact the entire entire article on the athletic says chiefs you this is the title chiefs offense 202 why andy Reid and company should be throwing the ball on nearly parentheses every play they go into specific details i've read too much already on the air today i don't need to read you what they said but i can give you the consensus of what it was from my point of view i totally believe it Because if you have your best weapon and most confident skill set, use it as much as possible. Or to be cliche, always stick to your bread and butter. We live in a different time. We all know that when it comes to the world of sports, the world of politics, the world of PC, the world of video games, the world of everything. It's just different. And when it comes to the NFL, It's different as well. Running backs don't get paid as much as wide receivers. That's not the way it used to be. Running the ball doesn't have as much significance in a game as maybe passing the ball. And when you have a quarterback who threw the ball a ton last year, in fact, accumulated 5,000 receiving or 5,000 passing yards and threw for 50 touchdowns, you've got a real special weapon. And when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs next year, running the ball shouldn't be a main focus. One of the biggest questions going into training camp is, who's Travis Kelsey's supportive backup? Also, how do they plan on using their running backs? Damian Williams, Carlos Hyde, major questions. Who's going to be the pass-catching running back? Who's going to be the running running back? Chiefs don't need to run the ball that much. 
They have a quarterback that can throw the ball anywhere from two yards on the money to 70 yards on the money. And when they can do that, and you can do it in so many different ways, running becomes obsolete. You don't need to run the ball through the tackles for a two-yard gain when you can run a bubble screen and get five yards. Or you can run out with your quarterback and stretch a defense and make them bite and then throw it across your body like Peyton Manning just said. He's good at running around to his left and throwing it back right. Nothing is better than misdirection. To me, there's nothing better as a running play than the halfback counter. In fact, that's what I used to always get people on a Madden was mm-hmm. the counter play. One of the best plays in Madden history. Start him to the left, run it to the right. Have Patrick Mahomes wheel out. Have Travis Kelsey look like he's... You just have too many targets on this Chiefs team to where you have to respect everybody. And especially more now that you don't have a Tyreek Hill suspension looming, where you don't have to go to a backup plan, where everything in the playbook is open, yeah, you're still going to run the ball. But you're not going to run the ball as much as you normally need to in past NFL games. It's like you look at running the ball and rushing yards with a running back like you would look at batting average for a hitter today in the major leagues. Batting average isn't looked at as far upon as a substantial stat like rushing yards are. Now, guys, I can run the ball like crazy, like Saquon Barkley. That's fine. But Saquon Barkley can do both. Christian McCaffrey is probably looked at better as a pass-catching running back than he is a running running back, just like Alvin Kamara, just like Ezekiel Elliott. They can run the ball all they want, but the way they run the ball is disguised through the pass before it is through the run, and that's exactly what the Chiefs will do all next year. I think that's just the evolution of offense in the NFL, too. Like, we've been seeing it more and more throughout the years. There's more passing plays. This is just a different way of getting the same effect of running the ball between the tackles. We talked about before the show about, like, Priest Holmes and Larry Johnson and how they were your traditional kind of running backs. Well, now the running backs that you're looking for are those guys that, yeah, they can run the ball every once in a while, but part of their ability to run the ball is – getting that little screen pass, going out and having the offensive line hit a spot and you're right behind them and then you hit that hole and moving things around a little bit more than just sticking between the tackles. And also, that little pitch or whatever you want to call it when Mahomes yeah. like drops the ball and Tyree Kill or somebody sweeps in front of him to get it, it's technically a pass, but it's basically a run. So it's kind of what we're saying. Like There are ways to be effective running the ball without actually handing the ball off. Yeah, and the thing about it is that's technically considered a shovel pass. Because I remember when they, uh, I had a Tyree kill on my fantasy team last year. Yeah. I remember uh, when that play happened, when he ran by and he just kind of let the ball go and Tyree kill, you know, technically catches it. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if that's a rushing touchdown or a receiving touchdown. Either way, it didn't matter. It's the same amount of points, but it mattered if you were Patrick Mahomes on your fantasy, on your fantasy team. And it was considered a passing touchdown. The game has changed. The scheme of the game has changed, and when you have such an outlier in a position that Patrick Mahomes is, you shouldn't be running the ball. You don't have to run the ball to disguise the defense. That defense is going to know you're passing the ball 80% of the time, which is a very high number. I'm just being kind of sarcastic there. But when you're passing the ball that many times, they know that you're a pass-first offense. They're going to be setting you up for the pass-first. But the thing about this offense and the guy that runs this offense when it comes to the coach and the QB, they can throw so many disguises at you with people running around that you have no idea what in the Sam hell is going on. That's just the way that is. Because when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and the way that he sees things and the way that he can change things up, 
he's able to call running playoff because he knows that this pass play would be more successful on a third and two or a third and one. Now, will they run the ball still? Yes. I'm not saying they're going to run the ball five times a game. I don't think you could possibly do that in the NFL and survive. What I'm saying is the game has changed and running the ball isn't as dynamic as it used to be. You don't have the days of having the 230-pound running back that's just going to run the ball 35 times a game and just drill clock. This team can still waste clock with its offense. Throw little screens, five yards, six yards, four yards, three yards, two yards, five yards. After all, your quarterback, again, threw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, and he didn't do it all just by throwing 70-yard bombs. He can throw that out pass, and guess what? The more he gets evolved into the NFL, the better his accuracy is going to get, the more timing he's going to get precise on, and the better he's going to find those guys where he knows, hey, every time this guy's over here on my left with a little five-yard out, that's half, of, half the way to a first down. You do it again, that's 10 yards. You're easy at math. That's a first down. Yeah, and if you get that completion percentage up like we talked about last week, then it's effectively the same thing as running the ball. You're keeping the clock moving, but you're also getting yards. So there's no real, really need to force the run if you don't have to, if you can do it in other ways. We've only got a little bit left in this show on Out of Bounds until Chris Nacero, Jillian Carroll, and Julio Sanchez take over. But Tyreek Hill, he's officially back. And I got to tell you, Feels pretty damn good. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. I like that you told me we were back when I was literally in the same room as you and you still gave me the sign. I was like, like, hey, wrap it up. Ian Rappaport it up. Um, First practice to the public next Saturday at 3.30 in St. Joe. It has officially began. Football is, I mean, damn, it's all but here. First preseason game is August 1st, which is the Falcons and the Broncos, which is the Hall of Fame game. That is the uh, Tony Gonzalez uh, Hall of Fame game. Mm Mm-hmm. Boy, that's going to sting some people. Um, I don't really like the Hall of Fame game. Like, it's just kind of bleh. Yeah, I just like seeing football on my TV again, though. That's true. I, I think that's, that's like nice. the best part about it. Yeah. Uh, Protein House, E with a purpose, text line 69306. I don't like Legion of Zoom. What do you think this offense's nickname should be? I don't have one yet. I don't either. I'll think about it. Yeah, we will. We'll have it ready for next week's show. As We'll have that as a topic. Um, I'll ask Therese Paler here at 2.30, maybe on the fly, what his what his nickname should be. Uh, here's one, for example. How about the fire brigade? Fire is hot, red and gold, and fire departments have chiefs. That is awesome. <laughs> That's good. Um, another one, it says, Legion of Boom, off take to Legion of Doom. Just change the D to a B, and you found it worth mentioning. Legion of Zoom is fine. Um, here's what I have to say to that. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just don't care for it. Legion of Zoom. Like I said, I don't hate it. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not I, I don't, don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just think it's, I think they can do better. Yeah. 
And maybe that's just what they got on the fly at the Maybe moment. we can figure something out for the text line. Maybe you could create the next nickname for this offense. You want to read that one? No. Okay. <laughs> um, really. So this week was a big week for a lot of people. When it comes to uh, – sorry, my buddy that I used to play slow pitch softball uh, just commented on my on my picture uh, on Twitter. When we played in the uh, See You in the Major Leagues Foundation mm-hmm. and Wiffle Ball. When we went 2-0. Uh, yeah, 2-0. Ryan Wachowski uh, took a still shot and, uh, and, and sent it to me. And it is a terrible at-bat picture. I mean, the ball is literally above my head, and I am swinging. And I am definitely stepping in the bucket. I have definitely dropped my shoulder. Your eyes are not on the ball. They are not. Um, KCBZ, Kansas City, boom and zoom. I like acronyms. Yeah. But anyways, this was a big week for the Chiefs as the Tyreek Hill saga finally came to an end as we reset this for you. NFL had a statement. You can find that. We already read it in the beginning of the show. If you want to hear it again, check out the podcast page. Hour one at 12 p.m. Um, NFL gave a statement. They talked to their sources. They did not speak to uh, Miss Espinal because she did not want to talk with them. They found uh, no evidence on who was at fault. They did not use the you should fear me to be dialogue as anything worth of suspension. The blast of fast. That might be my new one. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, and uh, the Top Gun Academy. Um, okay, man, now I just want to talk about all these nicknames that are pouring in. Potomac Bombs. Eh, seems a little, a little touchy. A little bit. Not really. I kind of like that one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, come, but the come. thing I like about it is, is the fact that there's a lot that came out of this Tyree Kill discussion. That what we do in this reset is we try to take the, co- the the content that we came up with and the topics that we had and kind of deliver it in one big roundup way. The biggest things that I took from the, ty- the Tyreek situation was, one, no suspension. He'll be ready week one, September 8th. Is it September 8th against Jacksonville? I'm checking it right now. It's either the 8th, 9th, or the 11th, and I don't know why I can't get that figured out. I know the text line always loves to correct us. But I think it's September 8th. Yep. September 8th, Nick Foles and company. That's right. Nick Foles and company at Jacksonville. Tyreek's there. Week two at Oakland. Tyreek's there. So, Tyreek Hill, not suspended. NFL gives a statement. Chiefs give a statement. Tyreek gives a statement. It's important that it's in that, that type of order. Because that's the way it's been this entire time. Tyreek Hill, back in March, audio gets released from a news outlet, KCTV5. Two minutes of an 11 and 27, 20 second, sorry, let's try that again. 11 minute, 27 second audio tape. He unknowingly being recorded, finally then gets released by yours truly, 610 Sports Radio. Carrington Harrison, Stephen Spector did a great job on that. And then we go in a different angle. 
There's other audio being released that there was a time where Tyreek Hill called the police because he couldn't get a response from his then fiance that uh, he was trying to make sure the kids were all right. Looked like a good guy, didn't go anywhere. The other big important part about this is, and I think Nick Price gets all the credit for this, Tyreek Hill did exactly what he was supposed to do in this type of situation. He was suspended from the team and all team activities, and he went away. He did everything he was supposed to do. He stayed quiet. He didn't react. There were things that really jeopardized his um, personal life. There were things that jeopardized his character. There were things that made him look like a villain. And in a time where it's best to be skeptical, like we were the entire time with this, like you never knew what side to take, he didn't say anything. He didn't do anything. He wasn't anywhere. And the thing about it is, that's what you need to do. And I thought Steven Serta had a great tweet about this. When it comes to this type of situation, the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill did exactly what the NFL wants you to do. And when you want to compare situations in the NFL, like Ian Rappaport said on Show and Vern on Friday, Show, Vern, and Serta from 10 to 2, 610 Sports Radio, Monday through Friday, Tyreek Hill messed up according to a certain audio cut. He was dismissed. He didn't do anything. The Chiefs listened to the NFL. The Chiefs let the process go through. The Chiefs did what they were supposed to do. The NFL found no proof of who did the wrongdoing. And the NFL didn't suspend Tyreek Hill. Jerry Jones, when Ezekiel Elliott got suspended, Ezekiel Elliott was on videotape. Ezekiel Elliott was in wrongdoing. Ezekiel Elliott challenged the NFL. Jerry Jones challenged Roger Goodell. They didn't play ball with the NFL. They played hardball with the NFL. Travis, or Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs did exactly what you're supposed to do in a blueprint when stuff like this happens. Now, granted, not almost, almost literally every time does it happen this way in these type of situations. Normally, the athlete is in the wrongdoing and does get punished. It just so happened in this bizarre roller coaster of a story that didn't happen with Tyreek Hill. And what happened was zero suspension. The other thing that I take notable out of this whole situation is give a situation a chance. I know it's nice to be right. I know it's great to have it first. That's the way this world seems to work these days. That's the way things happen in this world. Today, people like to be right. They like to be right first, and they like to be right often. Some of that didn't happen. Some people and some sources didn't give you the full content of what happened. And when that happened, people like us, when I say us, I mean radio personalities. I don't have a full-time show, so I wasn't able to come out and give my opinion right away. But I know that a mentor of mine that used to sit in this exact same chair on this exact radio station gave me one of the best pieces of advice I could ever be given. And that was no matter the situation, always stay skeptical because you just don't ever know. Until the full evidence is out, until the full, I mean, the in full report is out, make sure you're giving equal opportunities to both sides of a story, and it all goes back to due process. And I know that there are some people that said from the beginning, there's no proof here. There's no way you can get suspended. They don't have any proof. You're still not giving the other side a chance. Just like there's other people that said, 
get him out of here. Don't want him on the team. He's, you know, a villain. You're also not giving the other side a choice or a chance. So the three big things you can take away from this Tyreek Hill, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. The Chiefs did what they were supposed to do. And always make sure you give something a chance and try to look at both sides of the story. That fair? Oh, absolutely. Gather the facts for yourself and make an educated decision on where you think of what you think happened, but make sure that you wait for the facts and the information to be available before jumping to the conclusions. That's basically all we're saying. Speaking of facts, fun, and uh, people who are credible, my guy, Therese Paler, coming up next. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price, 610 Sports Radio. I don't want to go any further than this. I got to get my guy, Therese Paler, because he's such a busy man. Therese, welcome into Out of Bounds. How are you today, sir? What's going on, man? Not much, man. I'm kind of excited for Monday night's Raw revamp show. Are they going to bring back Stone Cold? Oh, oh, really? I, I was not aware. See, that's why you're my guy, Therese. Okay, all you, right. You give okay. me the NFL scoop. I'll give you the WWE scoop, and that's just the way it's going to be. You'll always, no matter what, You'll always be more important to me, but sometimes I'll give you a little bit of fun. Done. Sold. I'm in. Yeah, they're bringing back. Uh, yeah, they're bringing back Steve Austin, uh, Hulk Hogan, which I've got a different opinion about him. Uh, they're bringing yeah. back uh, HBK, a ton of superstars yeah. on Monday Night Raw. Okay, this is going to be fantastic. I'm in. I'm going to check that out. Hey, I want to ask you something right off the bat with this Tyree Kill situation. Mm. How much do you think? the full audio that was released on the drive helped his situation? Yeah, I mean, it was obviously huge. Um, because a lot, I mean, let's just call it for what it is now. A lot of the, there are a lot of people who are taking Tyreek's side now, or at least they're, they're more willing to see his side. But up until then, man, look, I have Twitter, okay? So I saw there are a lot of people like, ready to bury the dude um, initially when this all first started coming out. And, I don't know if I'd necessarily feel bad about that if I were a fan because what was played was not, like, good, right? But, like, what do I always say? You say life, just football, just like life, isn't, like, about black and white. It's always, most of the time, a healthy shade of gray. And this Tyree Gill thing for years has been that, right? So, yeah, that's been pretty helpful to, to hear the whole audio unencumbered, without editing, just to let people make their own decisions. And are, is some of that based on, like, kind of what they want to think, sure. But also, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's unfair for people to feel either way on it. Like, listen to the whole audio and make your own decision. That's how I've tried to report this um, the whole way, too. So I guess the biggest drop, obviously, the the zero suspension. But my, my biggest thing is, Therese, is that, obviously, I follow you on Twitter, you follow myself, and... How did you have such a strong assumption that there was a big possibility that he wouldn't have any any suspension at all? I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I I get paid to have to know that stuff. Fair. You know? And sometimes you don't know, right? Like sometimes you don't know. And I'm honest with you guys when I don't know something. Sure. But when I do know something, I tell you. So I'm proud of the fact that you guys were aware that that might happen because I've been telling you that for a month. 
okay? I'm proud of that, you know, and that's part of the reason I've uh, partnered up with your station, um, and that's part of the reason that, you know, I enjoy going on so much, and that's part of the reason I enjoy, you know, being in Kansas City because people trust me to, like, get them that kind of information. So I, people... I love the fact that people in Kansas City weren't necessarily surprised at seeing that it happened. Because I prepped you that it could happen. But I also prepped you for the opposite, was that he got six or eight, because Goodell said so. That was in the cards, too. Um, but, I, but it was absolutely true. People close to it were optimistic that what did happen would. So, um, you know, now it's up to Tyreek to stay out of it. gotten off on this one. And I'm not even going to say gotten off, right? He, right. Who knows, like, you know, we weren't there. We weren't there. But it's going to be important that there's nothing else that comes up that's bad to name it. Because there's enough name recognition now with him. Around America, people know who he is. The first impression wasn't good. If there's something else, you know people tend to believe where the smoke gets fired. So, he, you know, he can't have anything else, man. Can't have anything else. Yeah, for sure, which kind of segues into the next conversation. I want to bring up Chris Jones first, then I want to bring up the Tyreek Hill contract. Is part of the reason that Chris Jones hasn't gotten a contract deal yet because the Chiefs wanted to wait out this Tyreek Hill situation? Because I've listened to Brandon Kiley a lot, who seems to be really in-depth with NFL numbers, and it seems the way that they want that he thinks they should do Chris Jones' contract is heavy at the start, lighter at the, at the end. But are they waiting to do Chris Jones's contract because they wanted to make sure they knew what they were going to get with Tyreek Hill? Because now, with zero game suspension, as if, you know, hands are clean, everything's done, it seems Tyreek Hill could get that contract, and that might play into where you want to put Chris Jones in this future. Yeah, so the Chiefs are in an interesting position in the sense that Tyreek Hill and Chris Jones are both slated to be on restricted free agents next year. And... You know, the reason that the problem is that if you don't agree to a deal with one, it's difficult to keep both. Like, that I mean, you can only franchise one of them, right? So that will allow them to hit free agency theoretically unencumbered. Now, um, you know, I was actually talking to PK earlier. He mentioned, like, there's a way you can do both the franchise tag and the transition tag, too. You know, like, hey, that would be a way to keep both guys. But that the transition tag is something you don't want a part of because you're still getting a big war for one of them. And, you know, the team can jam you up that way. So the team needs to reach a deal with one of those guys. And just from a football perspective, I think they both deserve their money. But from a football perspective, Tyreek is the one that's had three years of elite seasons under his name. He's the one that you pay first theoretically because you know what he is now. And they're both the same age. So I, I think it has to do with that a little bit, too. Like, you know what Tyreek is. Patrick um, he's, a number, he's a number one target. He's an irreplaceable part of the offense, and he's still really young. Plus, he'll probably want to get a deal done because he made half as much money as Jones did because of where they were drafted initially. So, for a lot of reasons, doing Hill first makes the most sense. Does Tyreek Hill still get a Michael Thomas type of contract? Odell Beckham type of contract? Uh, I mean, Tyreek Hill's agent is Drew Rosenhaus. So, sure. like, Drew has to recruit against other agents. Like, he's not going to let this generational receiver not get a deal that at least looks like it's on, you know, in that ball, in that range with those other guys. Like he'll be able to say to such a client, like, hey, I got Tyreek $20 million a year. Now, will there be protections in there? Sure. Um, you know, will, could it have more base salary instead of bonus money, which would allow them to release him um, without a significant cap hit or at least a lesser cap hit? Sure. Like, And that's just an option, okay? I'm not reporting that. I'm just saying that's theoretically something you could do, right? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, 
Tyreek's money, he's going to get his money, but given everything they've had to deal with the last three years, there's also going to be some stuff in there that, that could be team-friendly. Okay, this is the last serious question I have for you. Then we're going to have some fun. How much play, I guess, or not? maybe play is not the right word, how much say, I guess is probably a better word, do the Chiefs have when it comes to when they give Tyreek Hill the opportunity to get that contract? Will they say, hey, clearly there's a uh, – a, a, a not healthy relationship, how much will they have and say to say, she kind of needs to be out of the picture for us to move forward with you because clearly yeah. there's something that's not on the same page when it comes to he and her in this situation. Um, so just speaking from a top-down view, like as an organization, you can't like dictate that. Okay. You do something in your personal life. You can't do that. Now, you could also look at it and say they don't have to do a deal. If he wanted, if he, if he needed money, Right, mm-hmm. um, and he wanted to get a deal done soon. They also don't have to do one until they're ready to do it, and there could be certain factors that influence when they're ready to do it. Sure, if you want to look at it that way, right? Um, you know, I also think like this thing is going on still, kind of with the children, families in Kansas case. You know, like there's still things that can still be sorted out here um, that would provide a little bit more clarity as far as like what. This, what that relationship will look like in the future. Because, look, man, they've got three kids together, so they're never going to be able to completely separate, even though she filed a paternity suit saying, you know, they don't plan to ever get together. But, like, they got three kids together, so they're always going to be in each other's lives. So this thing, there's still things that can happen that could provide a little clarity about what that arrangement would look like. But, you know, as far as, like, a team, like, dictating something, like, they, you can't do that, and they, they wouldn't do that. All right, Trez, before we get you out of here, let's have a little fun. Uh, Kelly Bryant, he'll be better than Robert Smith. Or Brad Smith, Brad Smith, not the running back from the Vikings back there. Brad Smith. Because that's what I hear his comparison is to. Yeah, statistically, he'll be better just because we're in a different era of offense. Larry Roundtree is the truth. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Roundtree is a good running back. So, um, you know, I I think Missouri's going to put up a lot of points. I like some guys in their offensive line, too. I I think Missouri's going to put up a lot of points this year. They're going to run the ball. And they're, they're going to do well at that this year. Uh, they talked about uh, the nickname for this Chiefs team is Legion of Zoom. Do you like that, or would you rather? Do you? I love it. You do love it. I love it. I like it, man. I'm, I'm all good. Uh, the important thing is that the players like it. Like, are, are the receivers down for it? Because if they are, like, you know, Chiefs fans shouldn't care. Like, if the Chiefs, if the receivers are down for it, and they want to make that their thing, great. You know, that'd make them more excited to make more big plays. Um, but if you ask me to risk, oh, yeah, I like it. Okay. And then uh, last but not least, uh, Dieter, is he going to make this team because he's best friends with Patrick Mahomes, or are they actually going to – is he going to get cut? Yeah, guys, the NFL is not, you know. <laughs> you know this is, they're not playing Tilly Winks. That's right. He can help the team as a spot receiver, somebody that can – move the chains. Uh, if he makes a team, it'll be because he's got a good camaraderie with Patrick, and that does matter. Yeah. Patrick trusts that guy. He can help this team. So, And I wouldn't rule him out being able to help this team. So, like, I, I encourage people, give him a shot. If Gary Dieter makes this team, it'll be because he earned it, not because of Pat's best friend. Now, does that relationship help? Oh, you know, like, yeah. Like, it would help because Patrick theoretically would trust Dieter, somebody who's really close to on the team. But, 
Um, oh, and just to be clear, I don't know if he's past best friend. I just know that they're close, right? These football terms are close. Sure. Um, he'll make the team if he can help the team. And their relationship really would only help their on-field chemistry, but that's got to be on point. Therese, it's Saturday. You don't have to do this, but you did it, and I appreciate it. I hope you have a good weekend. Stay cool out there because it's a scorcher outside. I know that oh, uh, yeah. I hate the heat. I like the cold more. I know that's a hot take, no pun intended, but I, I enjoy cold weather more yeah. than I like hot weather. Well, on days like this, I understand why. That's right. All right, Therese, uh, stay safe. Be easy, man. All right, take care, Doug. That was Therese Paler. we got to come back. We're going to wrap this thing up. Two-minute drill. We'll get you set up for overtime with Jillian Carroll, Julio Sanchez, Chris Nacero, which is tagged as... The sexiest trio in sports radio. Out of bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. Final segment of Out of Bounds today. Thanks for joining us on this 610 Sports Radio live and local on Saturdays. Nick Price. At Nick Price KC on Twitter. Dusty Likens with you as well. At Dusty Likens on Twitter as well. Um, decent show today, right? Uh, definitely I'd like not, to think so. Yeah, definitely not last week's show where we had a battle royale with delivery drivers. Uh, we will bring that back. It won't be delivery drivers, but we will bring back the battle royale. It's just not something we can do every show, but it is something we can do once a month since a lot of you tend to like like it. I think you were on with Binkley, what did you say, last Sunday? Mm-hmm. You came in for a segment, and people were texting in. They were like, who won? Yeah. Nobody. That's the answer. Um, Royals news today, if you didn't hear. Uh, Willie Peralta, gone, DFA'd. Will not be in uh, a Royal uniform the rest of the year. Uh, had some issues last night with the young catcher um, that they didn't get on the same page. They were kind of yelling at each other back and forth. It turned out we know, I guess, who's in the wrong in this situation. As Willie Peralta is gone and Josh Stalmont is now a Royal uh, in blue. Not an Omaha Storm Chaser, but a Royal Blue pitcher as he will be uh, with the club. As they are in Cleveland, Cody Tapp at 5 o'clock following out of bounds here at 3 o'clock. They get you for the next two hours after we get out of here. Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling kind of nice. I like this opportunity to get to talk to people on the weekends. I like that Therese joined our show. Big shout out to Therese. Thank you for joining our show. I thought he had a couple of interesting comments. Um, one that I didn't think about when it came to what this team can do with the contract with Tyreek Hill when it comes to maybe, you know, being like, hey, man, um, you got some issues in your relationship life. We're going to have to figure those out before we can give you a contract. But then I didn't realize, obviously, they've got three kids together. So yeah. no matter what, they're going to be in each other's lives. That's just something that's going to have to happen. It's just the way that it works, you know? Like, it, it, they're never going to be able to completely separate or stay out of each other's lives because they have to be in each other's lives for the right. kids. Which another thing that I found interesting about Therese is the Dieter situation. Now, I know that's not a big story. It's not one that really jumps out on the page at you. But when you look at these videos that keep coming out, right? One, great six-pack, um, great haircut, fun guy, great friends with Patrick Mahomes. And you wonder if, you, if, if this kid makes the team. And people say, oh, he's only going to make the team because he's Pat's friend. That's not what Therese said. Therese breaks it down even more, like Therese does. Therese says if he can be 
a valuable spot on this team, if he can be someone who can help this team out and can continue to get better and work better, he's clearly going to make the team. Another thing that he has on his side is the chemistry with Pat. That goes beyond um, That goes beyond just the friendship level. And it's not just he's my buddy, he's going to be on the team. They just know their tendencies. Like, he knows where Pat's going to be. He knows where they are. Like, they always, you know, they came up together. They're friends together. They just kind of, like, they get each other. And chemistry in football is one thing that is just absolutely remarkable to have. You don't have to have the most talented players. It helps. But if you have chemistry and everybody gets along, it's a better type of product. Just like in radio. If you and I hated each other, this show would not work. It'd be pretty tough. It'd be extremely tough. You'd want to talk. I'd want to talk. We'd have to make direct points of when we talk. It just wouldn't work. The fact that you and I get along, that we both kind of came up together in this industry, um, is something that just works. Um, And, you know, that's kind of the way things go in other professional aspects, whether it's a doctor and his nurse, whether it's a dentist and his hygienist. It's just it's going to be better product if you get along with each other. And I thought that was a great point uh, brought up by Therese. He also likes Legion of Zoom. Mm-hmm. I left it up to the text line, 69306, the Protein House. Eat with a purpose text line. Um, I don't hate it. I don't necessarily love it. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm in, like, the gray matter of that. Um, I think there's a different name out there that's better. Somebody said Patrick Mahomes in the Bomb Squad. Somebody said uh, Patty in the Jets. Somebody said Reed Speed. Reed Speed, Potomac Bombs, uh, The Blast of Fast. I think that's kind of fun. The KCBZ, Kansas City Boom and Zoom. So a lot of stuff. Um, And most notably, training camps next week, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, the players report. That's the uh, Anthony Sherman day. That is the, will he be naked? Will he be uh, in a skin suit? Will he show up in a leotard? Everything's on the table. And you just don't know. You never know. I'm over it, personally. Really? Yeah, I don't mean to sound like a Debbie Downer. I'm just kind of over it. Like, it's kind of stale now. Like, oh, he's going to show up in, like, a leather outfit. That's funny. It's kind of his thing, though. That's fair. He's got the mohawk, but too. Like, every, like, like, they're, like, I feel like every team has that guy that shows up in a weird outfit. Yeah, you kind of need that. It's just... Like I, feel like, I feel like Von Miller started that trend. Von Miller is definitely one of the better ones at it. From the 217, Legion of Zoom. Legion of Zoom has a cool and nice ring to it. Fine. It's what it is. It's over. It's accepted, Dusty. I, I mean, I, like I said, I never hated it. I just yeah. thought that there could be something a little bit better than Legion well, of Zoom. Well, maybe we'll bring our own ideas next week. Yeah, we should. Um, I'll brainstorm on that for sure. Yeah, I'll think about it. I'll uh, partake in some activities, um, and then I'll try to, like, maybe, like, dissected a little bit better so I'm not just coming up here. Um, somebody said from the 913, I hope that he comes in a Speedo like Jared Allen. Jared Allen showed up in a Speedo one year? Mm, I'm not even going to Google that. I don't really need to see it. I mean, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I might need to find that picture. Jared Allen in a Speedo? Holy smokes. Especially if he did like his sack dance in the Speedo. Mm-hmm. He might lose something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see that. That's you might, what I'm saying. Like, you might I'm see not, a pineapple broth. I'll take your out. word for it, text line. I don't really need to see it. Uh, I thought it was interesting when he talked about the Chris Jones, Tyree Kill situation. Uh, Therese did, as we go back and uh, kind of break down what he just talked about, how uh, you look at uh, the situation. Tyreek's proved it longer than Chris Jones. You can't really franchise both of them. You can get in a bidding war that way. And uh, who's uh, who's more valuable to the team? I think it's easy. It's Tyreek. Yeah. Yeah. Guess who plays with Patrick Mahomes? Tyreek. 
Guess who's a more generational type of athlete? Tyreek. Who changes the game more? God, but I love Chris Jones so I love much. Chris Jones, too. I'm just saying, the like, if we're Coco looking at, like, no, and, the, and you do everything that you can to try to keep both of them, obviously, and Chris Jones is a great personality and a great guy to have in that locker room, and he's developing on the field in a tremendous way, but Tyreek Hill is one of the biggest game changers in the entire NFL, and that's yep. why I say he's got to be priority number one. And there's no more suspension looming on Tyreek Hill, so that whole debacle is finished. Two-minute warning. That'll bring us to the two-minute warning. What the heck? Let's go. What the heck? Let's go. Two-minute warning. We wrap this bad boy up here on Out of Bounds before we get you to the sexiest trio and radio of Julio Sanchez, Chris Unicero, and Jillian Carroll. They are all here in-house. How about this one, Nick? Uh, 913, the Nuke Troop. Okay. I guess. Um... Two-minute warning, what we talked about today, Tyreek Hill, no longer an issue. He is not going to be suspended. He has released a statement on uh, the situation. The NFL has released a statement on the NFL, uh, the uh, situation. And the Chiefs have issued a statement on the situation. In fact, Tyreek Hill will be present next week when the Chiefs go to training camp. I assume he'll be one of the hottest topics there. Um, what that means for the Chiefs, uh, means, uh, it means everything. I mean, Tyreek Hill's probably going to get a contract soon. Um... It also means that, uh, yeah, makes a question for Chris Jones and Tyree Kill when it comes to who gets the contract, and Therese Baylor pretty much made it easy for us. One's a generational type of athlete. The other one uh, has only proved it in one year that he's worth a big contract. Uh, you had a bunch of guys that were running the NFL, Albert Breer, Ian Rappaport, um, also uh, uh, James Palmer. Those two, Palmer and uh, Breer, joined the drive. Rappaport joined the show, and Vern, check out the podcast and what they had to say. When it comes to every situation is different. Also, Royals are playing well, but I don't know if it's because the second half the teams just give up or the Royals just play that much better. Either way, it's a question. Might be a little bit of both, but either way, makes it a little more interesting to watch. Makes you wonder. Yeah. Um, Whit Merrifield is must-watch either way. You got to watch him. He's a great baseball player, and he plays for your team. Wow, that buzzer got loud. Uh, Just an FYI from the 913 on Pat's first no-look last season. He misses. Dieter down the right sideline for a 70-yard touchdown. Caught him. Get rid of him. Nope. Can't catch Done. a no-look pass. Like we said. Some chemistry. Yeah. Like we said, coming up next is Out of Bounds. Before us was Brandon Kylie with the leadoff. We are we out are. of bounds. Yeah, I'm sorry. Overtime. Coming up, coming up next is overtime. We are out of bounds. Before us was Brandon Kylie with the leadoff. We thank you, Kansas City, for being in your car or on your radio.com app. Please subscribe to our podcast pages on the 435 Podcast Network. There's a lot of creativity on those pages. There's a lot of different types of things that you wouldn't know that can be existing on there. Have fun with your Saturday. Stay hydrated. Stay cool. You go to the Sporting KC game, take a bottle of water because you can, as long as it's 20 ounces or lower. I'm Dusty Likens. That's Nick Price. Overtime is next. Enjoy the rest of your week. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.